Hello, and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live from Western Washington. So glad you could join us today. I'm your host, LB Duchess, and joining me today is guest host Larissa Long of Mode Magazine. Hello. Hello, darling. Thank so you for having you. me again. Oh, I love having you on here because you know what you're doing. <laughs> Sometimes. And today's been a completely <laughs> whack day. It was cloudy, then it was raining, and now it's sunny. I know. It was actually hot on my way here. Like, at one point, I had to turn on my air conditioning again. Yeah, me too. I went from freezing my yeah. little tush off to having to put air conditioning on. It was insane. But I'm not going to complain because I'm always looking for the sunshine. So, True, true. We um, are going to be broadcasting a segment that was pre-recorded with another fantastic host, a uh, co-host of mine, one of my favorites. As, uh, you know, when you, it, it's funny. You go to listen to my show, you'll hear me say one of my favorites a lot. Let me just get this clear. I only put my favorites on the show. I should <laughs> well, probably just get that I'm out so there. so honored. <laughs> I rarely will not put my favorites. So I was listening to myself with interviews. One of my favorites, one of my favorites. I'm like, yeah, you're all my favorites. <laughs> anyway, Mayumi of Make It a Great Date. Uh, we Mayumi. sat down and we chatted some do's and don'ts of dating for 2014. Uh, so that was a, a whole lot of fun talking about that. Uh, and if you're listening, just if you are in a relationship, dating is not something you stop doing because you're in a relationship. You need to continue dating, whether you're single or not. So just don't check out that part of the show if you are, in fact, in a long-term relationship. Today's show is brought to you by Gunnar Nordstrom Gallery and Mode Magazine. And with that, we're going to start out our show, as we always do, with an on-air wine tasting. Um, I wanted to do a revisit. Uh, Every once in a while, I will. And uh, we sat down with Brian Carter and Steve from Brian Carter Sellers and... um, they introduced us to Abracadabra, which is this beautiful rose-colored wine. It's crisp. It's clean. It's perfect for the summer. It's a um, very summery drink. It, this is perfect for people who aren't necessarily used to drinking a lot of wine or new wine drinkers because it is that introductory, light-hearted. It's not complicated, overly sophisticated. It's not going to be one of those where you have to really think about it or be overly cautious of what foods you put with it. Um, but you could definitely hype up the flavor of foods when pairing with it properly. I also don't feel that it's too sweet. A lot of, you know, rosy wines can be too sweet. Exactly. This this is pretty good. Now, this one's a lot of fun. So I always encourage people to go check out Brian Carter Sellers. The wine is called Abracadabra, and I give him a lot of credit. Uh, he has an artist do his labels, and this one has this crazy bunny on it with the wine glass inverted. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's just a, a little wacky that, you know, makes it very fun. I didn't even notice the label on mine at home. I know. I'll have to isn't check it, that out. Isn't it cute? That is cute. It's very cute. I just noticed the wine in the bottle. Yes, the wine in the <laughs> bottle. Well, I usually notice the wine when the bottle is empty. Yes. <laughs> I know right where the wine went. So thank you again, Brian Carter, for sharing those wines with us. And with that said, if you're going to be out socializing, drinking, wine tasting, check out Uber. Forget parking or waiting for a cab, Uber makes it super easy to get around town with just a tap of an app. From hybrids with Uber X to town cars with Uber Black, there's no need to tip and no exchange of cash or card is necessary. And because you're hearing this from Socially Savvy, all you have to do is go to uber.com backslash go backslash Socially Savvy 14 on your mobile device or computer and you're good to go with $30 off your first ride. Enjoy getting around town with no stress. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, so we're going to just jump right in here. I love that I have the editor-in-chief and creator of Mode Magazine sitting with me because I never have to worry about doing any fashion research. 
No, she puts it all on me. Yeah, no. I do. I do. I, I, I'm a beauty stylist. So I can tell you, you know, what kinds of skincare and lips and, you know, those types of things to put in, you know, what's great for your hair. Um, and I love fashion. I love style. But it's nice to, to have somebody that has got their head in it every single day. Because um, you can only have your head in so many things at a time. You can't, as much as I try, um, it's good to have experts on. So thank you for taking time. No, I'm happy to be here. So uh, we're going to be chatting summer fashion don'ts. Oh, there are so many. So, oh, so many. So many. <laughs> um, the first thing that I want to say is Seattle, you know, is very different in, in how we dress. So, you know, what you see in the magazines may not apply necessarily here because of weather or, you know, different, um, mainly because of weather, but cultural differences, too. And different, oh, yeah. You know, I have different, different wardrobes for when I go to Cancun and different wardrobes when I go to Miami. Because oh, yeah, me too. I can't wear that clothes up here. No, I literally have a Florida wardrobe. I have a Las Vegas wardrobe and I have my L.A. wardrobe that from, you know, the, you those to. are the places I, I tend to go. And now I'm going to New York in October and I need to create a wardrobe for New York. That's something, a whole new oh, beast. What, what we go to New York to create the wardrobe, don't we? That's exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> the plan. Um, but as, as far as don'ts here, um, we kind of started a discussion before and Jason Hicks. Jason. We've got Jason Hicks. Yeah, here. he is. He's going to kind of, of the show today. Yes. And he's going to join in because him and I started a great sidebar. Yes. Conversation. We, just, <laughs> we were just discussing lightly and it turned into, oh my gosh, there's so many things. And, and so he'll kind of give the male perspective. And, and I like what he had to say. Um, I, I honestly feel that there's more dotes for males that I see in this area than females. Most females, so, unfortunately. maxi dresses are easy and, and comfortable. So you see a lot of those around here. So, you know, I, it's funny because I think a lot of people know what a maxi dress is, but what for those people who go, oh, okay, I'm just going to go to the salesperson and ask, what is a maxi dress? What is it? It's just basically a long, comfortable dress. I okay. mean, it's something that's more casual. It's not like a, a gown, although sometimes I wear them and some men think that I'm going yes. somewhere fancy and, yes. and I'm not. I'm in a well, that's casual. Well, accessorize. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I do. I do. I'll usually, I do over accessorize at times, but um, yeah, you know, I'll, put on a comfortable maxi dress but just that's the best part is it's comfortable um shorts this summer are tending to go longer and higher for women so really super short <laughs> well that is not what's in style though that is what a lot of young women are wearing but that's not what is in style for women this this summer it's definitely um a little bit longer shorts um, higher waisted, um, that sailory kind of, yeah. yes, very much sailor look. Um, short shorts are not in the summer. Um, I would oh, definitely good. say that's a that's a don't. Please, 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 do not do cutoffs. Cutoffs are cut-offs not. Cutoffs are for your bikini when you're at the beach or on the boat. The second you walk off of the sandy stuff, you know that stuff that gets squished between your toes, and the second you're off the the boat, that's that thing that rocks back and forth in the water. You need to have some appropriate attire on. Yeah. Oh, definitely. No, I completely agree. And and it it just looks it, it it doesn't just look bad. It looks lazy. So you know it's. I it's, love what he said. No more Daisy Dukes. And here's the oh, thing, yeah. guys. You know, people. Do you, yeah, there are certain people who pull off Daisy Dukes fantastically, and you know that's less than three percent of the population. I would not ever do that to another human being. I, I am just saying, I would, I, I've had children. And it's usually the people that shouldn't wear them that are wearing them, yeah. too. So. And, it's not, and when it's you, it's not Daisy, let me tell you. Yes. And, and if well, I'm ladies, please don't trap your boyfriend or your husband in the, you could just love me for me. Yeah, no. no, no, no. You got to 
please respect yourself. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Well, I think one of the keys to fashion that a lot of people really, they kind of, not kind of, I'm going to be really brutal, they miss the mark. Is fashion is about what is going to fit your body style, where Correct. you are. You yeah. know, we go, some of us go through things where we're thinner, some of us get bigger, some of us try to go back, some of us don't necessarily <laughs> get as far as we'd like to, but you have to understand how to dress within your scope. And I think, were you on the show with me, Larissa, when I was talking about, we always think about, look in the mirror and take a look at, you know, how we're presenting ourselves to when we see people, uh, but when you're walking away, Please, please, please take a moment to back that ass up to a mirror and take a look at what people are seeing when you walk away. Oh, I love and, it. And, and here's the thing. <laughs> it, the, the reason that I say that is because there's a lot of very disposable clothing. While it may look very pretty in the front, you need to have a jacket for the back because it's very cheaply made, so the material is very see-through, or it, or it doesn't cling. You. Yes, it will cling uh, in, in a very unattractive way to certain parts of your back and tush, um, but be aware of that because people will make a judgment, and if you're, especially if you're trying to make an impression on people, and you've had this great dynamic conversation, and they see you walk away, that's the last thing they're going to remember about you. No, it's, take it's, that away. It's very true. I just recently bought a um, jumpsuit, um, gorgeous jumpsuit. I decided to buy it online from a place I always buy, and it was red and cute and had an open back and oh. I, I absolutely loved it. I brought it home, I tried it on and no, it looked fantastic on someone who is not pear-shaped. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> pear-shaped, really? Yes. I don't even think you're pear-shaped. No, I am definitely pear-shaped. If you saw me in that jumpsuit, you would have seen pear-shaped. Um, it was not attractive and I went downstairs <laughs> and, and my husband tends to like me to wear a little bit tighter stuff on the bottom because, you know, that's He's, my shape. That's yeah, what he, he likes, likes from it. his wife. He was like, no, that's not working. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't think so, but I had to try. But that's the thing is I recognized it did. It's in style. It's what's popular. It looked fantastic, you know, on the picture and did not. And it was my size. It just wasn't made for my body shape. So yeah. that's what you need to recognize. Well, and, and also realize that you could find, I've found um, outfits that I liked and then gotten them a size bigger so I could get them altered to fit me properly. And and that's a good way to go, too. Especially when you find beautiful fabrics. Yes. it's And, and a lot of stretchy materials are popular right now. Um, yeah, no. And, and <laughs> some, some of them are okay. I, I, yeah, some are okay. But again, it's making sure that it fits you. You know, it's doing, I do like the, the high-waisted skirts and crop tops that are in style right now. I like it because it hides my trouble area yeah. but makes I, I can show a little awesome. bit of skin and yeah. and you know still feel um, but again it's making sure that you're getting the right sizes so I I would need a smaller top and a bigger bottom so yeah. make sure that you you size things correctly yeah I mean uh, just echoing what you say it'll be just when you say walking away nowadays Nowadays, men and women are looking at you when you walk away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's so true. Oh, yeah. so, women are women's worst critics. So, so it's like the women really? are the, the meanest. Yes, yeah, so the meanest. You have you have the best of both worlds going on now. Well, and I get where people want to, you know, they want to say this is who I am, this is my style. That's all fine and dandy, but don't don't make your faux, fashion faux pas somebody else's responsibility. <laughs> it's very true. You know, you, you've got to own that. And if you want people to hear you and to take you seriously, you need to take yourself seriously. Yes. It, it, there's no way around it. Now, no, we, we were just, oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, you know, fashion, you know, fashion is 
pretty much fashion ain't nothing but confidence. You know what I'm saying? Very true. Everybody Confidence and posture. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Everybody has their own swag and own way of doing things. But at the end of the day, you still have to respect yourself, respect what you're wearing, what you're presenting out there because, I mean, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. Or a last impression. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which a lot of times like, could be both the same. You don't want to yeah. bail one and a bail one leaving. So, oh. you know, always respect yourself with fashion and everything. Well, we definitely should discuss the men's fashion, though. Yes, let's chat. Fashion, fashion oh, no-nos for so, men. I, I love that we have a man here who oh, understands We have the conversation here, too, because I met you guys yeah. here at Gunners. So just so everybody knows, we're at Gunner Nordstrom Gallery here in the heart of downtown Bellevue. Uh, one of Bellevue's social epicenters, he does these amazing art opens where he introduces the art for the month, and a, a ton of Bellevue comes and visits and gets to know each other Every month it's very different. Um, you can see some of the same people, but that's where I met you guys. Yes. And uh, so we just appreciate Gunnar so very much. He allows us to do a live broadcast here once a month, so we get to revisit and check out all the new artists. It's always so beautiful when I come in here and I get to see something new. I love coming in here. It is, and I have to say, and people who know me know that I like his uh, Cat in the Hat art. And he's got the naughty kitty up there in the corner again. <laughs> oh, I know. I noticed that. Naughty it's kitty. the naughty kitty, yes. <laughs> Yes, uh, the the artist of Cat in the Hat was not always just that pristine <laughs> little, you know, show this to your two-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he's done some amazing, amazing art, and Gunnar is one of the few, or possibly, I believe, maybe even the only authorized dealer for the Dr. Um, Seuss. Dr. Seuss. He said in Washington. In Washington. Yeah. Nice, um, and nice. he's worked with them for so long that if you're looking for a piece, he's great at, at being able to find it or, or help you find it. So. We've gotten a couple of these from him in the and it's and when when she says Dr. Seuss art too, it's not what you're seeing necessarily in the no, books. Although there your, are pieces, it's, but it's not your mommy's doctor. <laughs> no, it is not your mommy's. Although there is some of that there as is, well, which is, is is gorgeous. But yeah. this this naughty kitty, yes, I was like, ooh, what is that? Yeah, that yeah, was, I mean, exactly, I, that was yeah. my it was my first time in an art gallery of this aspect last week and yeah. I definitely got a great appreciation for it, for the sculptures and the actual art itself. And, and it's fun to meet the artist. Also, yes. To uh, be able to... Knowing where it comes from and everything. Yeah. Like, what was that, like, what was going through your head when you decided to... Do this. Put, yes. Yep. No, most definitely. So chatting men's don't. Oh, men's don'ts. Well, uh, the biggest thing we were talking about is... Let's just say no to thong sandals unless you're at the beach. It's the oh, same thing for Daisy yes. Dukes. I mean, let's yeah. just let's just go all the way there. Yes, gentlemen, please don't wear a t-shirt, okay, jeans and thong sandals to the club and complain when somebody steps on your foot. <laughs> I'm just I'm just or if you're not getting any girls to dance yeah. with you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, no. and seriously, why would even have to say this? Yeah. If you have socks on, why are you wearing thong shoes? Exactly. Oh my gosh, exactly. I I don't even understand what the the people that do that. I do not understand what's going through their head because first of all, that's not comfortable. <laughs> well, what and, is the even the Nike flip ons? Yes. With, with oh, I know. Socks? I see that really? a lot. And then they have to pull really? the socks up to the knees. <laughs> do we do we have Two? to go completely fashion faux pas? I know. So it's so, so true. I mean, I mean seriously, rebel the, without a cause, but no. Yeah, you get the. You get the the ladies who come in with a nice dress on, yeah. some stilettos or some kind of sandal wear with the little heels that kind of, kind of strap up like halfway up here or something, something real nice, you know, and the guy comes with a T-shirt, jeans, and thong sandals. First of all, that's a no. 
And then on, I just always think, like, what makes you look like, oh, yeah, that's okay. That's cool. Let's just go out with that. And then not even taking five minutes to just change, we just throw a blazer on with it and just keep everything going. Let's keep, let's keep it going. <laughs> Talk about confused. Yeah. I know. And, and especially in the summertime, I still see a ton of blazers with yeah. the T-shirts. And, and it is summer. It's okay to not to go to events without wearing a jacket. Now, not all events. If it's black tie, of course, yeah. of course. But it, there are nice options out there for you to feel comfortable and look appropriately dressed and not wear thongs. Yes. Yeah. Sandals. There's yes. so yes. many other shoe options. <laughs> I'm yeah. Well, boat shoes. That's a great boat example. Shoes great. Boat, shoes boat shoes are fabulous. They're super yes. comfortable. In fact, they're more comfortable than thong sandals. Well, and you can and jump from a casual to a semi-dressy oh. with those. Correct. Depending on the color. And yeah, the color that was a great example that just, he gave. And I was just telling, I was just telling her that you know you were you're in uh, you, we're we're in Vegas. I was in Vegas. So you know during the day you know you're out shopping, you're walking around, got a nice. V-neck T-shirt on with some some uh, sh- blue nice cargo color. shorts oh, okay. with some uh, blue Sperry's on something like that. All H and M, you know I love H and M. That's my <laughs> store, you know. And uh, so it's just like you wearing that during the day with some nice shades and you just enjoying the weather. At night when it's time to go out or something, do a nice little all white short sleeve and pants like kind of like linen and everything. Just a nice cool breeze. Yeah. All white outfit on with some nice all-white Air Force. I mean, it was just cool to just go out and enjoy the night and everything like that. I'm not wearing that same thing out to the club, though. No, yes. I can't do that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, and while we're on the thing, you know, the way you were describing your clothes, let's just paraphrase color coordination. <laughs> okay, so if you don't have any basic concept of style, Understand this. There's warms and cools, and try to keep them in the same camp. <laughs> it's a great place to start. Don't get overcomplicated, but seriously, people, uh, when you have four different pieces of clothing on, they're all different colors, no. Big and, no. And, and it's, it's okay, too. You know, right now a big, a big no-no is actually matching your, your you know, purse to your shoes or your accessories to your shoes or we're not like, supposed to do that anymore no it's actually it's actually out of style but yeah, yeah. but you don't want to do too that many colors so much easier so for like for, for right now what, what i'm wearing right now i have a green top on and my shoes and i have gray pants and my shoes are a light gray with orange on like the bottom an alligatory kind yes, of an aller- yes. hey. and the orange you know the orange and the green are both very bright um they they coordinate well together they're both you know, um, definitely I wouldn't wear a pastel with this green color that I'm wearing. But it's it's changing it up a little bit. And, um, you know, it's just trying to add a little bit, especially in the summertime. You want to add color. But like you said, don't overdo it. Don't yeah. try to look like a rainbow or, oh, my gosh, I'm so anti-tie-dye. Tie-dye was so in last year. And, and I'm so, so out this year. I'm so glad that it's yeah. out this year. Please don't do tie-dye. It is it is. Uh, well, I, I think this is a great point to intercept that there is a big difference between fashion and trend. Yes. If, if you're going to go out there and you're trying to make a statement, you at least need to be aware of what the trend is. And if the trend was tie-dye last year, don't wear it this year. You can't bring it back. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trends come back every 10 to 20 years, depending on how severe they are. And there's a reason for it, because you can only take so much of it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> It just becomes too much. And, again, you know, realizing that people have different budgets and limitations within those budgets, um, be realistic. If if you can't go and buy the magazines and figure out what is trend and what is fashion, 
you can go to the library and look at the magazines. You can go to the library now and go through the check on the into a computer. There's just too many resources that you can do for completely free that, yeah, it might be a little inconvenient, but if you're on a tight budget and you don't have the money to maybe Mode you don't is have, always free. Mode is yeah. always free. You can access them <laughs> online. Good plug. Yeah, so there's, yes, it's a shameless plug. I love that. <laughs> so there are options. And no, you don't have to shop at all the high-end stores to get great looks. If you're shopping and you're under a budget, just be very aware of what is in and what isn't. And um, maybe you pay $20 for the shirt and you pay $10 to have it tailored. Have it so that it's fitting your body type, you know, or maybe you have somebody who has a sewing machine. Maybe you take sewing. You know, figure out how you can make it work within the confines of what you're doing. The, the only thing standing between you and looking great is you and making a decision. And it's so true. And we were even talking about Ross. Yeah. Ross is a great Ross place. Great that place. Oh, my goodness, yes. And, and you can get, you know, name brand things. And, and don't get me wrong. What you're getting at Ross is now out of season, I'm putting in quotes. Yeah. But it's, it's how you basic. wear it. It is your yeah. basics. If you if you put things together correctly, you can still be trending for the season. Um, it's it's how you wear it. It's you know looking for those right pieces. And it, it may be I am the queen of clearance. I have to say I can't I can't help but shop in clearance, and it's horrible. No, oh, it. honey, I'm a treasure hunter. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I must be the king of clearance. Then, you, I'm, I'm in I'm in Kohl's like regular. <laughs> No, I, love I know it. it's so true. Yeah, it's not what you wear; it's how you wear. It. No, and, and you know even so, I, I always say like uh, Guess was the place that I got that red jumpsuit. I I literally got that on clearance for forty dollars. I went and wow. just returned it um, because I told you how it fit me, <laughs> and I was able. To, you know, one of their brand new T-shirts were sixty dollars that I ended up exchanging it for, and I thought, man, it was so hard to return because I got such yeah. a good deal on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and just to piggyback off what you were saying about the whole, <clears throat> like, getting your stuff together and everything, gentlemen, please, I'm begging you, please. We're begging now. A, a long sleeve button-up shirt, buttoned up all the way to the top, not tucked in, blue, with red pants. <laughs> oh, good Lord. That's Tight 4th of July. We're not Tight here, though. We're not there. And brown shoes, canvas shoes, that's not, a, that's not setting a trend. That's not something. And please don't with the sag, brown belt. Don't sag skinny jeans. Oh yes, oh, thank you, my word. thank you, thank you. With with tidy whiteies. Yes. How often cool. do I see that? It's not cool that you can fit in your your girlfriend's jeans. I know. That's not cool. Here's the thing that I don't understand <laughs> is when when we're talking about the, the perceived fashion of saggy pants. This is just this. This is a hazard. This is a hazard to your health. <laughs> One slip and you're falling in front of a bus and you're dead. I mean, seriously, you have no control. Let's let's be logical here. Besides looking like the biggest moron on the street now. Okay, sure. Everybody thought it was cool for like 95 seconds. In the 90s. In the 90s. In the 90s. There's nothing cool about it now. All it says to us is you have no taste. You are lazy and probably, I'm just going to say it, probably a criminal. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's true. It's, I'm sorry. Because I, even I apologize more for that. And you, can't, you, can't, you, can't, uh, you can't necessarily be blamed for basing that, placing that stereotype because a lot of men put it on themselves. They create that stereotype. Yep. Whether, whether you be from the inner city, like I'm from the inner city, whether you be from the inner city or somewhere, people do just like that. You know, they do whatever they do those drugs they sell or whatever like that, guys right. are dressed like that. But also you have those guys that's not from the inner city that either watch TV, 
say, oh, that looks cool. I mean, everybody's doing this and doing that, so I'm going to go do it. But that's not, I, tell, I told you, I just told somebody last week, I said, that's not cool. Okay, so like, when we're talking about like thug, stereotyping, cool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it out there because I'm sure I will get crap with a show like Socially Savvy. People are going to say, how are you judging? If you dress like a hoe, someone's going to think you're a hoe. No, if, I, yeah. I, if you dress like a thug, someone's going to think you're a thug. Now, here's the joke. If you dress like a businessman, someone's going to think you're a businessman. Yes. It's amazing it's how true. it works always. 100% true. Yeah, people are going to think, if, some, if you dress like a fashion model and you hold yourself, people are going to think you're a model. Wow, how does that work so well? But uh, it's it, a choice. Now, now, here is one thing that does not work. <laughs> if you are 60 years old and you dress 20, you still oh, look 60. Oh. Cover things up. So <laughs> there are... There are <laughs> There are exceptions to that That's rule. The whole body type thing. I oh my god, I, I'm definitely going to piggyback <laughs> off of this one. because I just want to say the whole Rico Suave thing is not in. So if you're like 50 and above, and you come in, the, you come in a place with the with the flowery type oh, Miami style Scarface T-shirt, showing your taco meat with the gold chains and that oh, kind of. Everything like Guadalmente. that, and it's like with the with, with the linen pants on and the sandals. Like, no, that's not cool. Yeah, no. no. Yeah, with, Miami with, Vice yeah, is not, not cool. back up yet. No, not, We're not quite there yet. No, I, I think that's cool. my biggest pet peeve in fashion. Don't, and it is the worst in the summertime. Is dress appropriately for your age. And I know I've said it on this show before. Um, summertime is the worst. I, I, I because too much of your body is being exposed. It's hot. We get it. Um, and and I just want to intercede when you say dress for your age. If you are 60 years old and you look like you're 40, by all means, rock that out. Oh, I completely agree. Yes. And, and when I, it comes to things like cottage cheese or wrinkled skin or not maintained body, you have to be realistic about working within that. But even if you have a fantastic body, fantastic body and you are 40 years old, please do not dress like you're 20. There comes a point where you just need to look like you've grown up. I think once you hit 40, I think the clothing, even now, I'll wear clothes that are older than me. Much more distinguished. Yes. It's okay to stay at 40 forever. I think, you know, most of those clothes are going to be great forever. Even 30, but 20 do not try to be 20 when you're not. I'm 35 and I will not dress like I'm okay, 20 Okay, let, let me put it out there. No more coochie skirts. Yes. That's what we're talking no about. We're talking skirts. about coochie skirts. So. Yes. Oh, man. That, oh, my goodness. Sorry. Oh. It's so true. People don't take hints. Remember, there's socially savvy hints, and then there's the directness and because, you know, people can't take hints. No, it's, I completely agree. Ladies, ladies, ladies. No, women, if you're 45, 50 and above, and you did get plastic surgery on those, on the twins. <laughs> on the twins. On the twins. Get, nice get them on the twins and everything. Okay, when you were when you got them at like 40, it was cool to wear that nice tight dress with the short dress and the extremely low cleavage, but not at 50. Five. Plus. Yes, because the girls ain't sitting there like that no more. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 I mean, it's, just, it's not looking too... I love watching Gunner's you know. face as you say this. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's I mean, true. It's, it's true just, because things don't stay yeah. put. Yeah, I mean, and, and any doctor will tell you after 15 years, yeah. you need an adjustment. And you're struggling, to pulling your dress down as you're walking in your heels. and No, that's not cool. No. Not yeah. cool. Nope. And, yep. and, you, and gentlemen, okay, if you have a great body at 20, a great body at 40, or what have you. It is not okay to wear a dry fit tucked in your jeans with boots out. 
please don't. I, I have, yeah. Uh, please, please don't. When I'm when I'm out and I'm at a social event or I'm at the club or something, I shouldn't see nobody with the Under Armour dry fit on just because they just diesel or something. <laughs> Tucked in their jeans oh. with, the, with some cowboy boots on. That's not cool. No, no. Okay, cowboy boots need to be underneath your jeans. <laughs> if you're like cowboy boots, there's a way to wear them. I I have a perfect example of somebody who could show you. I swear to God, I swear. No, I. Oh, this was such a fun discussion. I, I could go forever. Oh my gosh, it's 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 crazy because uh, I think summer is the worst time for fashion don'ts. I mean, I think oh, yeah. that winter people are covered up and you know you can hide things with your coat or whatever. But summer, it's like everyone feels that they need to flaunt everything, and it's that. There's let's, a place for that. About the fitted beach. clothes. Let's talk about fitted clothes. So, when we're talking about your tops, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> which is why we said, take a look behind you in the mirror. You need to look up the term back fat. Ooh. And in a good fitting bra. It's seriously, people. I, the fact that we have to talk about this is a little sad, but. Having been somebody who wasn't big into fashion, I had to take a serious look at some of the things <laughs> I was wearing because when I looked behind it, oh, damn, I'm sorry. I didn't know. you. Uh, and your hair's not long enough to cover it up, ladies. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's going to go to and fro yeah. and someone's going to see something. Yeah, And the reason we talk about these things is, again, you want... When you're out socially, you're out because you want to enjoy time with people. Um, one of the most uh, distracting and, and frustrating things for a human being is when they start to become oversensitive or they realize that people are talking about them. Don't give them something to talk about. Exactly. I Think about it. Agree. Don't give them something to talk about. Because that, that, uh, that tramp step is getting a little wider, so you know you don't want to... <laughs> You know, wow, <laughs> yeah. not, oh, not covering it up. I'm just saying, yes, just throwing yes. it out there, you know. Yes, most definitely. <laughs> so any other, um, oh, bathing suits. Bathing suits. Oh, bathing Let's just suits. Say, bathing suits are great, okay? I, I have to say, when I'm going down to Mexico, I will push the mark because I want as much tan as humanly possible. I have a cover-up so that when I get up and start moving around, <laughs> stuff is appropriately covered. <laughs> Ladies. Well, and and it is a beach. I think that Gentlemen. you know if if you're comfortable enough to rock a bikini, if you know if other people think you should or not. If you're at the beach, you're at the beach, and if you're yep. comfortable, do it. But well, I, I'm not saying that you should do it. But if you're comfortable enough and you want that tan, you know that. Yeah. You, I mean, your confidence is the best thing that you can wear. But like I was saying, the second you you move away from that the the little grainy stuff that gets stuck between your toes. Yes. You need to be covered up. Yes. Now when you start walking along the beach, don't go Miami, to the grocery store. Beach and, yes. You know, you don't... Don't run into the dry cleaners. Don't don't go in and get a movie. Yes. Don't, don't decide, oh, we're going to go get something to eat at a sit-down restaurant. Not a place with pajamas, too. No, no. no. Oh, don't get people with pajamas. And I was just going to say, gentlemen. Pajamas. You ladies spoke on the ladies as far as the bathing suits. Gentlemen. Okay. All good. You know, you want to wear the swim trunks and everything like that. But if your stomach is a little bit far out there and you just saw all this area up in there, 
If it done lopped over your belt. Now please don't take your shirt off, walk down the beach. It's cool to have your shirt off, but don't be flexing like you just, you looking real good out here. Yeah, no. And then, you, you know, because you it done lopped. You got the plumber on and everything. Yeah. And you don't, like, you don't feel that breeze back there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's not cool. No. There's no mirror there for you to check. No Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Period. Yes, if you no. think you can't see through them, you're wrong. <laughs> Every single pair of white swim trunks are see-through. I don't care if they have flowers on them. I don't care. All white swim trunks. And let I was me, a lifeguard for 10 years. Let us be crystal clear here. Let us be crystal clear, gentlemen. There isn't a woman alive who wants to see your junk through your swim trunks. No. Nope. No. Nope. If, they want, if they're even remotely interested, you'll be on a date with them. Nobody, seriously, take your ego, put it inside. Nobody cares as much about your junk as you do. So I want to know why don't they put it in white trunks. White trunks. Because it was a guy. Trump, <laughs> it was a guy. Exactly. Not everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. I love that. So. And it's true. I see people wearing them all the time, and I just keep thinking, why? Do they continue to make these shorts? They're not appropriate. Yeah, no, they talk about redefining what appropriate and inappropriate. And I get, I think a lot of people get very confused because there is such an open thought process on what is fashion and what we can wear. Uh, but you really do have to step back and take a very common sense approach to it and take a look. Um, if you're wearing a shirt that's two sizes too small and it's hugging every curve you have and you got done lopped, done lopped, done lopped over your belt, why are you doing that to yourself? I think the biggest problem is people don't want to admit that they've gained that weight. And I know that that you, was a problem it's for there. me that I had gained weight. I've gained weight too. I, I hear what you're saying. No, yeah. I'm not saying that it's okay. I'm just saying, you know, in their mind, you know. Or me, what tends to happen is uh, if I start to gain weight, my shirt get higher. They get a little oh, yeah. bit higher. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm noticing that. Yes. <laughs> and then when you sit down, you, you get that. Creeper you know, becomes a little creepy. Yes. The creeper becomes creepy. And, you know, it's it's just making sure if your clothes don't fit and and it's not in your budget, maybe you shouldn't have bought it to begin with because it probably didn't fit you all that well to begin with. Correct. If you are getting to that point, or maybe, you know, there's new ways or it rocks. Telling you wrong. Don't walk out the store and say, oh, I'm going to make this work. Yeah. You're not going to. You're not going to. Well, it's funny because there was a friend of mine um, from Miami. He had a great post. He, and um, the posting, actually, when I put it up this morning, I wasn't even thinking about our segment today, but the posting is what screws us up most in life is the picture in our head of how it's supposed to be. Yes, I there is such a huge difference between what we think it should be and the reality. That's why I say check the front, check the back in a full-size mirror. Just, you know, again, we want to be a part of things. We want to be taken seriously. Um, our self-confidence comes from how we interact with people. Don't give people an excuse to make you insecure or to allow yourself to feel insecure. Um, and whether you're rich or poor, I get it. I was raised with a single mom. We didn't have money for anything. Um, but I'll tell you, every piece of clothing I had, I, I maximized it to the nth degree. I was one little Chanel-looking girl with, like, no money. 
but it was because that was it was prevalent in my mind. And while I understand with people's busy lives, sometimes it's not prevalent. Clothing is not just something to throw on. Clothing is something that protects you, yes, from the environment. It also makes a statement about you. So if you do want to move forward, you do want to be taken seriously, take yourself seriously and consider the clothes you wear. Well, you know, someone made a point to me. I, I can't lie. At home, I live in um, yoga pants and t-shirts. I love yoga I pants. Do. Those are my, those are my, my staple clothes. Um, someone said to me the other day, do you wear them in hopes that that means you will force yourself to work out? And I, I love that because I was like, well, no, I actually do work out. But the fact is, I think that's what a lot of people do is, they put them on with the hopes that, they, that it will motivate them to work out. And if that's what it takes, go for it. Yeah. But appropriately, you know, it's okay at the grocery store. It's okay at the gym. It is not okay when you are going to meet someone or, you know, co-host a radio show talking about <laughs> fashion. If I showed up here today, you know, wearing my, what I wore, you know, Early yesterday. Yesterday. No, yeah. actually today I have meetings all day, so I didn't oh, okay. <laughs> But um, wearing what I wore all day yesterday, it would be highly inappropriate, and people would start to question why I have a fashion magazine. Yeah, I, def I definitely agree with that. You know, because you know, leggings and stilettos ain't cute. <laughs> Unless you have a skirt over it, I think that that's okay if you wear the stilettos. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you're gonna do yeah. something extreme, yeah. Uh, I forget what that shirt called. It's the crop tops. Half, half shirt. Half shirt, yeah. And the, and the uh, stiletto. Like, oh, yeah, I'm out here. We out here tonight. Oh, no, we should stay in. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm going to be honest, that doesn't look good on anyone. No. The, the leggings are not made to be pants by themselves. No, they're supposed to be have long sweaters. They're supposed to have yes. something wrapped around your waist. It's, it's supposed to, leggings are for layering. Yes. Yeah. High boots, you know. Or working out. Yeah. Or working out. Yeah. Now, working out, out totally. But yeah, I totally. completely agree with you. They are not pants. And, and unless you're five. My daughter wears leggings for pants every day, but she is five years old. My, I do not allow my 11-year-old to wear her leggings as pants anymore. You know, my yeah. my young one, that's okay. It's appropriate. She's a little kid, yeah. Yeah. No, well, no, I was just going to say, I will tell you that. For the gym, for the men, like when I was little, Bebo Boys and Oscars for guys were my best friend growing up. Oh, yeah. yeah. But they're not my best friend at the time. No, they're not anymore. Just throwing it out there. Yes. Not my best friend at 30. No, no. They got to go with your, you know, your no five overall. years old, I think. Uh, <laughs> and overalls are out again. They were in, yeah. and then, you know, they're in so short time, and then they're out. I'm glad I didn't even look at them. Well, I know. Even spring. Yeah, I love the ladies with the, you know, with the nice jumper dress. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the jumper. Yeah. They're cute. They got the one hanging now, on. Now, jump, jumpers, they're okay this, this summer. Jumpers are actually really big. Um, okay. I just read. Huge. If you wear, a, you know, a nice t-shirt underneath, jumpers are big. Uh, overall. Denim overalls, not so much. Yeah. So, but dropping, were, I'm sorry, season. dropping one side and letting the back, the the clasp hang out the back, that's not Come back on, into the big hair either. I want to be backwards. Nope. We're done. We're done here. Center of Bellevue offers real relief to pain and a healthier approach to your life <laughs> with services including chiropractic, weight loss, trigger point, injections, acupuncture, massage, and rehab. You're sure to find your healthier approach to your life. You can find them at www.bellevuepaincenter.com.
Tell them Socially Savvy sent you and receive a 30-minute doctor-supervised trigger point massage and pain management consultation. You can call them at 425-455-2225. Very well-placed commercial. <laughs> that was. Okay, our second wine tasting of today is going to be from a uh, wine cellar that is near and dear to my heart. One of the first ones that I was a wine club member of. Uh, I had the privilege of being a part of one of their wine blending competitions. I was a finalist. I'm hoping to do it again this year. Um, it is 2012 Shepherd's Mark. It is a light, fresh white. Yes, folks, I'm drinking this on air. Um, it definitely has a sweeter flavor to it. Uh, this is wonderful with spicy foods because it's going to really mellow those down. Um, if you are a white wine drinker and you like things that are a little bit are on the sweeter side, this is going to definitely um, fill your palate. If you like Viognier, if you like something that's a little bit more mouth-filling, a little juicy, a little sensual, this is going to do the same thing for you. Um, so I always tell people if it's one of those that's not too sweet, but has just enough to, to keep your attention. So thank you so much, Alexandria Nicole, for sharing that with us. Fabulous one. Okay, and now we are going to um, add on our segment when I had a chance to sit down with Mayumi from Make It a Great Date. Uh, had a fantastic time sitting down there talking with her about the do's and don'ts of dating for 2012. Or, or 2012, oh my gosh, that's like, where did that come from? <laughs> oh yeah, the 20, I'm looking at 2012, okay, it's on the label. 2014. Wow, yeah, I think either I need another glass of wine or maybe four, I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, she has some great tips on uh, the do's and don'ts of dating. So have a listen, everybody. I'm your host, LB Duchess, and joining me today is guest host Mayumi of Make It a Great Date. Hello there, LB, and Hello. thank you for having me. I know we're, we're doing these recordings uh, in that very late spring, yes. enjoying the, the warmth that comes along into Washington. Yes. Um, we're going to be chatting some of the do's and don'ts of dating. Okay, our first socially savvy fact. Um, dating is something you will do for the rest of your life, whether you're single or in a long-term relationship. So do it. That's right. It should be something you do. If you forget to do it, you may find yourself not in a relationship anymore. Yes. Have to make the time to date, even if you're in a relationship. So with that, let's jump into the do's and don'ts of dating. Yeah. I know we've done some before, but, um, you know, I love, you know, again, make it a great date. You guys do such a great job of helping people get connected. You don't just do the typical hookup events or anything. Right. As a matter of fact, you don't do a whole lot of events. You spend more time in coaching and helping people find themselves. Right. So then they can find and, and identify what it is that they're looking for. Absolutely. And just to... A brief description of our business is we are personalized matchmaking inspired by true love, but we are, LB. We actually um, identify what that person's type is and what their communication style is like, and then we match them with something that has someone that has a similar communication style, or if it's a different style, what we do is we offer them and provide them the tools necessary to understand that person's personality type so that we are aware of what areas where you might have to flex. Well, and it's funny because you've talked, we've talked a lot. You know our relationship. My husband and I have been together this December. will be 30 years since yes. we started dating. Kind of crazy. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of flex that goes in with us a because lot of we are very, very different. Yes. 
So if you happen to be in a relationship already and you're with somebody and dating, you know, you're going to get some great ideas for being able to date and, and move forward and, and just kind of tweak things because if you're with somebody that you really like and you feel like you're truly opposite and, and sometimes it puts you in a bit of a compromising position, just, you know, take some of these little tips and, right. and uh, apply them and you'll find it gives you some common ground. Absolutely. So we're going to do the don'ts first. I always think it's I love, I love, so much I'm fun. sorry, I love the don'ts. I don't know why. I like the don'ts <laughs> I'm too. so twisted. So this is the dating do's and don'ts. So when you are going out on a date, Please do not talk the whole evening about your ex-partner. Should you even be bringing up the ex-partner in a first or second or third date? I think it's important to tap into it briefly because I think it's important for that person to know what type of maybe um, long-term and short-term relationships you've had. So like 45 seconds. Exactly. (laughs) 45 seconds. Yes, I was married 15 years. Um, we had communication issues, but or you know we were what? Very different. Tell me about you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, that's a great segue. I like that. Absolutely. It's always important to understand um, the person that you're with and listening to them. So please don't spend the whole time on your first date talking about your ex. Well, and I think you make a really great point in touching base with it and then ask them to tell you about them because then they know, okay, this is where she's been or he's been. Yeah. This is where they want to go. Um yeah, there's a that you can learn a little bit from a past experience with right. another person, but the first, second, third date is really not that time to do that. Yes. And let me hint on something: if you, when you, and I should say when, not ever if, but when you're dating somebody that you've been with for a long time and you're in a long-term relationship, don't start referring back to old relationships no. because you feel like you're missing something. Don't yes. use them as an example because that makes. Um, the person on the other side of the table want to hit you. And it's an old relationship. You know, you don't ever want to reference an old relationship to your current situation. Well, because it's failed. Exactly. So if, if it was so great, you would be with that person. Absolutely. So put that in the back of your mind. Um, I Granted, naturally, we have a tendency to focus on all the positive things of the people that we've left behind. Yes. If we are, are a very high-functioning adult. Uh, but you do want to remember that the past is stays in the past yes. and the present is today. So. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. The other thing, I know how much we all love to do this, but try not to talk too much about yourself. <laughs> try not to talk too much, period. And we've touched, we touch base on this, I feel like, every single show. Use your, your body parts functionally. In other words, you have two ears and one mouth. Yes. Use them proportionately. Listen, try, try listen to be, more. Yes, try to listen twice as much as you're talking. Yes. Um, or at least make sure that your attention, you know, there's a lot of us who are ADD, PQRST. Yes. And I, I'm not saying that it's not okay to describe things about yourself. Um, you know, I like to talk about myself sometimes. And I think all of my us stories. Do. Yeah. But this is when, I'm, what I'm referencing is when you're bragging about yourself or the accomplishments that you've made or the money that you're making. Oh, don't brag about the money. That's don't annoying. brag about that kind of stuff. No. You know, we don't care. And especially if you're dating, it's a second marriage or a third marriage, and you've already gone past that. You know, honestly, what we want is just a good person to communicate with. And, and if so, you feel like the person on the other side of the table cares about how much money you're making, then yeah. this is not a long-term relationship you're looking at. This is a one-night stand. And, and Drop it and then like it's hot and go do your thing and don't worry about communicating. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) This is my pet peeve. Now, 
I understand that we all have children, not all of us, but some of us have children, some of us have like friends that are curious about our date, is it going well? Some of us have dogs. Some of us have dogs, some of us have, you know, just what have you. But the thing is, is um, you can put your phone away for one hour oh while gosh, you're yeah. getting to know that person. So please quit checking your phone, don't check your phone. I understand I, have, uh, I had younger children when I was dating before I met my husband. And, you know, I would just put my phone in my pocket, and if it, and I would let my date know, hey, you know what, I have small children, they're yep. with a babysitter, if my phone vibrates, I will answer it or text message the person back, because it's usually my babysitter, is that okay with you? Because I just want you to know that I'm not um, taking attention away from you. I just have small children, so I need to make sure that I respond accordingly. Yeah, no. And you know what? Again, it's the communication. They will more than likely appreciate and value what you said versus having your phone vibrate on the table. The oh, whole my night. word. I can't stand that. I, you know, it, it's funny because I've actually had people where people who are very attached to their phones, they yeah. started this new game where they're like, okay, everybody puts their phone in the middle of the table. And the first one to pick it up pays for everything. Oh, that's perfect. You know, or if you want to be a little bit more subtle, pays for a round. Um, it just kind of creates that awareness if you're trying to lighten the mood. But uh, seriously, it, you know, up until what 12 years ago, mm -hmm. not even that. Uh, you, you know, you had to wait for the maitre d' to come and get you if there was an emergency. Exactly. And very rarely is anything that big of a deal that you can't take time to get to know another human being. Right. And, and really give them your full attention. Because uh, honestly, if you can't take the time to give them your full attention, are you going to really give them your full attention in a relationship? Exactly. And that's the perception that comes along. And we are in a society where we are so attached to our emails and our Facebook and everything. Twitter you know, and Foursquare and exactly. Yelp and oh my God. So nice go if on. you actually practice this, that just to be one hour and not have all of the distractions, it's just really nice that you can have a getting to know somebody without any distractions. Oh yeah, and really focus on them. You know, and if you really are that attached to your phone, just think of it as Christmas. When you get back, you'll have lots of messages to go through Absolutely. and open them like presents. That's a great <laughs> way to think about it. Okay, this is another thing. Men or women, please don't try to pursue having sex. Oh, my God. With the person after you've just met them on the first date or you've gone out with them one or two times. Not everybody is comfortable about talking or having sex on the, after the first date. So it's really important that we understand. I mean, if you have the chemistry, we're all adults here. Fine. You're going to react on the chemistry, but don't force it. Don't force the, the intimacy. Don't force the kiss. Don't force the sex. Don't force holding their hand. Let's just let it go organically and naturally. And usually, let you want to really get to know that person. That yeah, don't day. turn your sex, your, your sexual attraction into network marketing yes. where you're trying to speed dial through shit. Exactly. It's one of those things that is life is about the journey. Enjoy the journey. And we're talking about everything that you do. Yes. Everything that you do. I agree. And the last don't is don't go on a date, talk to all your friends, and they're going to say, hey, man, you got to wait three days. Or your girlfriends will say, oh, no, you've got to wait for him to call you or text you. You've got to oh, wait seven days. You know what? If you feel like you want to have a second date, 
communicate, exactly, LB. Communicate with that person and say, hey, you know what? I really like you. I dig you. I had a great time. I would love to take you out on a second date. Can I text you or call you tomorrow? Yeah. Well, and if you're the woman and you went out on a great day and he dropped you off and everything, you know, there's nothing wrong with calling him and saying, you don't have to be all giddy and stupid. Just call and say, you know what? I just wanted to let you know. Last night was awesome. I really appreciated getting to know you. Thank you. Yes. And then if something goes from there, that's great. But you, you've you got to feel like you can communicate and not – you're not in high school anymore. Right. Stop playing by the high school rules. Right. And it's not a game. You know what? No, you have not. to go with your heart and your gut. So like LB said, if you feel like, hey, you know what? I had a great day. I know typically women, you know, don't – pursue men however it's not if you had a great date you yeah text or call that person say hey you know what Aaron I had a great date I look forward to seeing you again someday soon period or you can even say if you don't if you don't want that if you're not sure how they feel just calling and showing appreciation you know showing appreciation is not pursuit showing appreciation is genuinely saying you you know what I had a great time with you it was great to get to know you last night I hope you have a great day Exactly. And, and just see where it goes. I agree with that. Um, so don't play games, which is basically games. what I'm trying to say. If you feel like you want to have a second date, schedule the second date. I had a couple things. Um, yes. Don't, don't treat the servers like shit. Uh, okay. Sometimes after a few cocktails. You get a little yes. snippy. And here's the thing. Is yes. Don't pretend you're the big man or the big woman by, by oh, you know, we expected to spend 20 minutes or whatever. Don't treat them poorly because, honestly, if you're treating them poorly, they're going to assume you're going to treat them poorly. Right. So you should always treat everybody around you with respect. Be congenial. Be kind. Right. Um, If you're not kind at heart, then maybe you should probably learn to be. Right. And you know what? It goes back to the bragging. You know, typically when people brag or boast, um, they really aren't sometimes respectful of other um, people's feelings because they're really focused on themselves. Oh, yeah. So you could have somebody not, who just lost their job. Absolutely. So if they're not nice to, and, you know, that shows the character of the person that you're with as well. Yeah. If they're not treating the staff nice, um, they're not listening to you, you know, those are clear signs that, that maybe you don't want to have a second date with yeah, person. Yeah, and, and maybe they're not going to be, yeah, very nice to you. Yeah, okay, so let's do the do's, right? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I want to oh, do, you want to do one wanna, more. Um, oh, yes, no, go ahead. Go okay. with the do's. The next one, mine's a so do's. So the do's. So this, is, do, these, do. this one thing is important. You know, we are so busy these days. Just and a little. Just a little bit. And you know what? In order, like with my husband, when we went on our first date, he said, you know what, Mayumi, I want to plan something for you. What are things that you wanted to do that you haven't had an opportunity to do? Oh, my God, that's yeah. great. Mary so, single, that is great. I, I thought that was awesome. So I said, hey, you know, I, I would love to go wine tasting. Um, I've never gone to a gun range. Um, I'd like to go to the movie theater in Redmond. We have a local um, 21 and over movie theater. Oh, yeah, where I they serve. Yes, yeah. I picked. And ride so, the ducks. Have you, ride I have the not ducks. ridden the ducks yet. I need to ride the, My cousin See? works at right. I, I need to the ride the Ferris that. wheel. So I, I gave him suggestions. And what he did is he planned our date. We didn't oh, just meet that. and played it by ear. So I would say that when you're going on a first date, whether the ma- male or female is planning, plan and put some thought into it. It like really that. makes the person feel very important and that you're, you're especially... Um, focusing on them to create a really nice evening for them. 
Well, and I want to say the same thing when you're in a long-term relationship. Take the time. And, yeah. and this is where you need to trade off. Um, you know, typically in a relationship, when you get into a long-term relationship, somebody is going to be the primary yes. planner, planner and controller, mm-hmm. and they do all the parties. We're going to be here. We're going to be there. Let me check with the boss. Right. Um, if you're typically that person that is the one who's checking in, take the initiative and ask that question. Say, you know, what are some of the things that you'd like to do or that um, that we haven't done or things that you'd like to do more of? And get that list and then say, you know what, I need you to leave Saturday open for me because I've got Saturday night. And then pamper them and do something with them. Um, Because nine times out of ten, they've done a lot of things, hopefully, that have been in the realm of things that you like to do. And it's so nice for somebody who's typically used to planning to have somebody come and plan a whole thing for them. It's, It's like the the most lavish thing you can do for somebody. It's wonderful. For, and, and I agree with you, LB. I mean, I, my husband historically plans all of our vacations and all of our trips. And, but when I plan an evening out, even just an evening out for us, where I plan the dinner, I've made reservations, I actually pay for the event. Wow. He is just very, very happy and appreciative. You know, guys need that too. Oh, yeah. Guys and girls all need that. And, and planning things that you know maybe you're not necessarily comfortable. I always tell people, push yourself a little bit. Yes. Um, you know, recognizing the differences between men and women. I think our culture has tried to dumb it down a little bit yes. and neutralize things. But there are a lot of things that are very different about us. And being willing, you know, if your guy's a fisherman and you've never been one for fishing, you know, find a way to go fishing. Plan a fishing right. trip and, and maybe you just sit there laying you know, by the the riverside in a bikini and you're enjoying the sun reading a book. Um, You know, find a way to fit yourself into some of the things that they love. Right. Um, I've done that a few times with my husband because we are very, very different. And he loves the outdoors. I I do too, but he goes and hunts and fishes and... Um, I'm cool to go. I used to, when we were younger, I used to go and look for rubies in the river while yeah. he was fishing. I, I think I probably chased more fish away than he was able to get. Well, but that's okay because you were together and, yeah. it, and you were showing an interest in his, um, in his, in his, in his activities. Yes, that he and what makes him feel, feel exactly. happy and calm. So that's another thing is, is to make sure to show interest, even if it's not something that you're necessarily excited about, um, show interest in, and Feed off of their excitement. Yes. Feed off of their emotion. Yep. And uh, it's amazing where that'll take you. It's awesome. And so another do that I really think is important, again, it goes back to letting that partner know that, hey, I'm really planning this date, but email or text or call the day before the date. Oh, yeah. Just to let them know, hey, you know what? I'm thinking Everything's about you. Everything's all set. I'm yeah. thinking about you. I've got it all planned. Don't, Don't worry, worry about it. Yep, and this it's is all what I, set. This, these are some of the details. If there's a clothing detail, let them know. Okay, yes. men, just FYI, women like to know what they're supposed to be wearing. Yeah. If they're going to be going, now, if you're going to be changing things, like they want to wear their heels and you're going to be doing something where they're going to be walking through grass or something, say, hey, bring a pair of sandals. Right. I've got a surprise for you. Let give them just enough information they can be prepared so that it can be an even better. Right, I agree. And it's just like if you if they're if you're planning on doing something during the day and then you're going to change into something you know in the evening. Yep. Then just let that person know. Or you know what would be even great if you wanted to do this. If you knew get a room. Well, get a room so they can change clothes, yep. take a shower. Doesn't mean that you have, have to, to spend the night. Spend the night. 
You it can. You can get rooms for a day. You can. Yeah. It's great. So it's, you know, just really planning and letting that person know, hey, this is what I have planned. Yep. I will come get you at 6 o'clock. Make sure you bring some extra tennis shoes. Yep. Um, and whatever, you know, whatever else you have planned for that night. Yeah, just make sure your delivery of, yes, I got a room. No, it's not expecting anything. I just wanted you to have a comfortable place yes. to change and, and, you know, whatever. <laughs> so you do all of this communication stuff. Communication again. Communication. It goes back to communication. So you do all this stuff. You actually set the date. You plan it. You call prior to. Please be on time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're killing me. You're killing me. Oh, um, that's important. Yes. Please be on time. Now, on time is not the time. On time is 15 minutes prior to your date. Well, be prepared 15 minutes prior to your date. Yes. You know, there is a fantastic app. It's called Glimpse. Oh, um, a friend of mine sent it to me, and it comes across your text, and it says Glimpse, and you click on it, and it shows you exactly where they are. So if they're driving down the freeway, it tells you about how many minutes they are. It shows you what roads they're on. Nice. Um, it is such a great way of letting people know how much time they have so that they can be prepared. Uh, I had a really good friend send me a glimpse, and he was taking me out to dinner. Um, That's great. And I knew the second he was driving up the street, so I was able to be at the door and be ready, and, and we popped out there, and I just had to laugh about this. Like, I love this whole glimpse thing. It was really cool. Uh, but it's good for friends, it's good for dates, because it allows you to kind of know what your time frame is, so you're not on that constant panic attack, are they going to show up, are they going to be early, are they going right. to be late? It, I just thought it was a great way to just say, hey, I'm on the way. Right, I think that's a great way, again, like LB said, to let them know, hey, I'm on the way, this is where I'm at. Yep. I think that's perfect. Yep, it was awesome. It, and again, it can be looked at as being kind of stalking, controlling, but it's not, you guys. It's just being respectful of the person that well, you're it's giving you the it's giving you the opportunity to kind of stalk them because you know exactly what Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Okay, so one thing, you're on the date, right? Listen, goes back to what LB says. Two ears. Two ears, one, one mouth, mouth, okay? <laughs> So listen, Ladies, I'm not saying I that it's not important. I know you're so excited. I yes, you want to tell everything. And if you have kids to have adult time, yes. you want to share. But take that moment. And I've learned triggers because I'm a talker. Yes. And I'll talk and talk and talk. And my husband, you know, now he'll see me in a, in a room full of people and he'll give me a look. And then learn to train yourself. I, I call them breathing triggers. Yes. Where you step back and you breathe and you say something and then you look at the other person. And I always do... I, uh, some kind of physical contact with it because for me it makes more point and I'll put like my hand on their arm and I'll right. say, so tell me what did you do this summer or tell me yes. I'll tie it in somehow so that it forces me to shut the hell up yes <laughs> and it's important to listen because I you know everybody wants to tell their story and so both people have to listen in order to move forward I think it's important again it goes back to the communication that's how you communicate is through oh, listening yeah. Well, and I think you if, if you're the only one talking all night, you end up leaving feeling left out, yeah. feeling wanting because you didn't gain anything. Exactly. If you listen, you gain something. You gain information. You gain knowledge. You gain, knowledge. Information. Yep. You gain an experience. Right. And the last do that I have, if you're having problems listening, ask questions. Because if you open-ended ask an open-ended question, yes then you're going to get a response. 
Yes. Don't ask yes no questions. Yes. Don't do it because especially if if it's somebody that you're with that's not necessarily socially comfortable. Right. Um, you know, talk a little bit slower than what you may if you're a fast talker like me. Yes. You know, I'm a fast talker. Just take a deep breath and yep. ask questions that are open ended and show ask questions that show interest in them. Right. And their life. Exactly. You know, and it can be simple things like, hey, where did you grow up? Right. Um, now, if you do ask some of these questions and you come up against something that is a, uh, you know, you know, like, what, you know, where do your parents live? And they right. say something like, well, my parents have died. Um, <laughs> then, you know, you just go, oh, I'm so sorry. Right. You know, I hope, you know, tell me something great about them. Right. Find something positive that you can get them to redirect the yeah. situation. Yeah. Right. Because you're going to really, honestly, if you're going to socialize with people and you're going to go out on dates, you're going to, you're always going to find yourself in awkward situations. Absolutely. Have some, um, I like, I always have some go-tos yes. to pull myself out of a, a awkward a backup, situation. A backup plan. You know, I think it's important because. And don't be afraid to apologize. Yes. Don't be afraid to say, you know what, I don't know what to say. I'm sorry. I'm sorry your parents died. It just threw me off. Um, you know, what was? What did you love about your parents? Or yeah. where did they live? Where yeah. did you grow up? You can always detour the conversation. Yep, yep. No, most definitely. No, I think that's great. And those are great tips. You know, it's uh, in this era that we're in right now, you know, we're really busy and everyone's busy working and we've got our families and our animals and our work and, you know, it's just really, really important to take time to treat ourselves. Yeah, and connect you know, with And connect with, with one-on-one connections with people. And dating can be a wonderful thing. The thing about dating is you have to date and you have to continue to do it. You have to do it. You know, it's like a When job. you're married, you need to be dating yep. at least once a week because Absolutely. you've got to take that time to reconnect with that person. Um, you have to put it on the calendar. Yes. Just as if you're going to take your dog to the groomer. Absolutely. Yeah, no, most definitely. Yes. I, a lot of people kind of start to forget that because they feel the, the needs of everyday life overwhelming them. Um, well, I think we take our partners too for granted. For granted. Yeah. You know, LB, to be married for 30 years and to be with your partner for 30 years, that's a huge accomplishment. And people can learn from that and you can really um, teach men and women how to have a successful relationship. And I'm not saying that it's probably been a bed of roses the oh, last good 30 God. years. However, There's so many times where I could oh, yeah. swear to God, he just wanted to just choke the life out of me. It's the communication <laughs> and the growing together and the, the open-ended questions. All of these things that you do when you go on a first date or a second date or a third date, you do when you're married. You have to do them consistently. Exactly. Um, you know, and this is one of the things that I love about doing these shows with you is, is it's never just when, about being single. We, right. we have yet to do a show about being single. Right. It's about relationships and, and how to either start with them or continue to build them. Exactly. Um, and one of the things about a long-term relationship is you have got to continually connect with those parts of that person that you fell in love with. Right. Uh, one Absolutely. Of the, one of the things I find most interesting is you hear people who have failed relationships say very often, um, well, we just grew apart. Mm-hmm. Well, they changed. When you fall in love with somebody, you are so hypersensitive of all the pluses and the negatives. Right. People very, very rarely change or deviate very much from that. The, the sad part about it is, 
is it's your focus that has changed. You right. focus, you change your focus from the things that you loved about them to the things that you don't like yes. about them. Absolutely. And you have the choice to be able to refocus. And right. when you do that, that's where those long-term relationships come into effect because everything was always there. Yes. Everything was always there. And uh, there's there's a lot to say about long-term relationship. Granted, there are some relationships. Both people have to be in it for the same thing. You right. both have to want to, to maintain that relationship. Right. So if somebody chooses to step out of the relationship emotionally, physically, or whatever, there's obviously not a lot you can do, and you right. don't want to beat yourself up for it. But And it's not you. You know, you just yeah. have to figure it out and move on if the circumstances allows that. But the thing is, is that you have to, like you said, LB, you have to get back to the basics. Yep. It's the, the things basics. That you love about them. What you loved about, what drew you to that person in the beginning? And, you know, I know with my husband, he's got the most amazing charisma, and I love that he makes me laugh. Yes. If I'm not feeling well, or I'm feeling kind of down or bitchy or negative, my husband has this really amazing way to make me laugh. And again, it it can be involved in any relationship, whether it's LB and I, she's oh, yeah. one of my friends, any relationship or a father-son, yeah. a mother-son, a mother-daughter. You know what? It's all about just your basic needs yeah. and your basic common sense. Yep. I, the one thing I can say in a long-term relationship that I have seen is... Uh, we laugh a lot. Yeah. I mean, a lot. Uh, believe me, they do laugh a lot because I've just been, my husband <laughs> and I have been sitting at the table with these guys. Okay, and they're a loud couple like us. Oh, So not only are they loud, they laugh. And it's just, you know, you've got to have laughter in your relationship. Yeah. You have to. And, and then the last thing I would say is if you're in a relationship and you're finding yourself struggling, get yourself around other couples who are succeeding or who at least are out there working at it, um, I think what happens a lot of times when a relationship is struggling, people will isolate themselves because yeah, they they're do. they don't want to air their dirty laundry or whatever. Yeah. You need to get yourself around high-functioning yeah. couples because it can help you a ton. Men need to relate with men. Women need to relate with women. And you cannot be judgmental about that. Sometimes you just really need... You know, as much as we don't like stereotypes, sometimes a man needs to be able to relate to his buddies about a certain stereotype, women are the way they are, and the same right. thing with women. You know, we need our girlfriends to go, oh, my God, he's driving me nuts, and, and have those moments. And when you're with couples right. who are, are the, you know, are striving to, to have these long-term relationships, it does give you a safe haven to I be agree. able to, to continue moving forward. So. I agree. Well, thank you so much well, for tonight. You so I love much, having LB. you on the show. You are so much I fun. I love being on the show, and I love talking about connecting with relationships, keeping relationships, and just growing and learning and communicating. It's awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. With our show now national, we have started putting most of our local events on our Facebook pages, so be sure to check us out. Um, for social events in the area, you can go to LB Duchess and Socially Savvy Eastside Events and Entertainment. Um, if you're looking for a, a little bit more open, broad perspective, you can check out Mode Magazine. Uh, they have great follow-ups on fashion shows, fashion tips, tons and, and tons of fun. There's also a new market that you just opened up? 
Yes, well, it hasn't quite. We just launched with a new e-commerce partner, so Mode is going to have the ability where you can uh, now shop anything that you see in the magazine. See, I'm super excited. I need to talk to you about that. <laughs> yeah. so I, you have no idea the excitement that I have for this. To, the ability to give local designers who don't have that option where we can sell their products for them and, and seeing something in a magazine and actually being able to buy it instead of just looking at it and having to go find it. Now yeah, that's so that super easy. Cool. Yeah, with, with the click of an app. Click of an app. <laughs> so true. Nice, nice. I would love to take part in buying something here. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, very fun. Um, we'd like to... Uh, say thank you to our show sponsors, Gunnar Nordstrom Gallery, Bellevue Nordstrom Cosmetics, Pop Chips, Kind Bars, um, Alexandria Nicole Sellers, Brian Carter Sellers, Advanced Skin and Body Solutions, The Pain Center of Bellevue, Mode Magazine, Uber, and Sweet Lounge. Uh, we're going to be ending tonight's show with a, another wine from Alexandria Nicole. Um, so we want to remind everybody to uh, check us out. Make sure that uh, all the social events that you attend are better because you were there and everyone have a socially savvy week. <laughs>